0: Okay, everybody, how is life going for us three? It's not going so great after a three game sweep by the Chicago Cubs. It is Sunday, July 24th, and we are wondering are the Phillies ever going to get the rack together? How are you guys doing? Um, honestly, I've been better
1: because we just got swept by the Cubs. Like, come on. That's just so embarrassing. This is a playoff contention team that just got swept by one of the worst teams in baseball. But this is, you know, this is just like stereotypical Phillies right now. Like, this happens all the time. They can't win against the bad teams, but lose, but win against the good teams. And you know what? I think that that's what broke the Marlins curse. The Marlins are finally good. So that's why we can beat them now.
2: You know mm, what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But, I, uh, that's, that's I think how we're, we're all in it the is. same boat here. I think we're all in the same boat. Uh, it's obviously frustrating coming off a uh, three-game sweep to uh, a team that the Phillies have more or less owned over the last two or three years. Yeah. Um, I mean, whenever they go to Wrigley, they decide to drop 20 runs in the series. Yeah. They light <laughs> up the Cubs pitchers every time they come to Philadelphia. I don't know. It's just frustrating. Uh, the offense is... Still uh, in the Jersey Shore or out in L.A. Mm -hmm. Um, Bailey Falter came in and pitched today, and that went exactly how most people probably thought it would go. Uh, Familia came in and got three outs before allowing three runs, so I guess that's a plus. Um, (laughs) I don't know. That might not be accurate because I don't think any of us were able to watch the game today because it was on Peacock. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Shout out! Thanks, to, uh, NBC. Yo, and your shout out to NBC for making it harder services. for us
0: to watch games. <laughs> yeah, <you fucking laughs> it's asshole. not enough to like pay for your cable channel. You have to now pay for your stupid little streaming service, which no yeah. one gets. Yeah, no yeah I if I wanted to, pay pay to watch, watch, the a, Phillies watch a
2: game, or if I wanted to pay to watch the Phillies lose a game, I would just go to the games in person. <laughs>
1: exactly. It probably it'd be cheaper, honestly. <laughs> I mean, but the, <laughs> thing is, the thing is, the thing is this, you know. I think that, you know, the streaming world is going towards that where, like, games are probably going to be all on one platform at some point, I assume. Yeah. But it's like, if you it's told It's going to us- get to the
2: point where every team is going to have their own streaming network and you're only going to be able to watch the home games of that team on that streaming network. That would be yeah, hilarious.
0: That, that would be... And you also have to have, like... Thing. Normal You're gonna cable have to buy to get,
2: like, like updates and shit. Oh
0: <laughs> yeah. my
1: god, that can't happen. That's gonna happen. No, but if it's if it's like this, if it's like oh, if you peacock and
0: do we lose him? I think mean, we might have lost him for a split second. He's in the middle of something Egypt. big. He's back. Yeah, in Egypt, everybody, he's safe. He's sound. hasn't found any treasure, but he's working on it. With dinosaur bones,
2: <laughs> all right. Well, Matt's frozen on the screen. Should we get into the uh Salisbury Castellanos altercation sure. shouting match? All that
0: he is coming back in a second. Here he is. What just oh, happened? Here he is. What just happened? Matt went back to Egypt for a minute. And now he's back. Oh, home. yeah. No, no, no. I
2: forgot his Wi Fi in Egypt. He had to go get it. No.
1: <laughs> I have no idea what just happened. It just disconnected for some reason. But my computer's been acting anyway. Well, uh, where was I before about this? Like, if BC just like had everything on one. If like NBC and MLB made a deal and put everything on one, that would make sense. I'd go for that. Like, I would pay for Peacock if that was the case, because at least I. But know it's just LLC. never
0: on Peacock. It's, it's like
1: no, I know. But I'm saying if that's what it ends yeah. up being, where like you know MLB and Peacock become a thing, and then like let's say uh i don't know nhl Even they were apple on apple tv,
2: TV like two yeah. nights ago i know
1: yeah. and that was fine. And they're apple probably gonna be on stream. youtube
2: tv like next month
1: yeah i know like they they keep making i think what they're doing is testing the waters i yeah. really do like whoever there's has something... the most views is going to then get, they're going to be get... on
2: like netflix at some yeah point. i mean yeah.
0: they're going oh, to the get the deal Absolutely, or... they're going to get the deal there's yeah. something going they on they might have already MLBs. done on prime thing they might have done a prime there's something with like there's an mlb.com MLB. or something there's a streaming service they're pioneering and i think that's linked with like oh mlb YouTube, tv mlb tv and like they're yeah they've been trying and trying to get it going i don't know if that worked but yeah like you guys are saying it's going in the direction of i mean i subscribe to mlb tv so i could literally watch the
1: games in college because like i wasn't in philly for, yeah. for the phillies games so like the only way i could do it was if i had mlb tv and i was always a- away so it was the only time i could see it
2: yeah oh, that's what i am gonna have to do for the flyers because <laughs> the flyers used to play all their games on nbc sports philly which is the channel the phillies typically play their games on but whenever the flyers play you know if they play anaheim on a random wednesday night in anaheim the game's probably gonna yeah. be blacked out because the nhl and blackouts are terrible so uh. Yeah, but they're and not alone.
1: Whenever it's LA or something. It's every sport, like, keeps doing that, too. It's, like, not just the NHL. So it's, like, it's honestly, like, the be- that's how they get you to pay for their it. It sucks
0: for people who don't live in major cities. Because I can still, you know, if you have a cable subscription or, or streaming service stuff going on, you can usually still kind of get it if you live in, like, in Philly or around mm-hmm. it. But I, you know, we'll, we'll get off of this just in a second. It's just interesting. But, like, if you live, say, you live in, like, in Idaho, yeah. right? And, and you're you a Phillies fan. where they you're don't even fan. know what
2: sports are.
0: <laughs> they don't even know what sports are. They just know what dirt bikes and, like, pickaxes are. They like, do potato yeah. throwing. I'm pretty sure they yeah. do
1: potato throwing. <laughs>
0: exactly.
1: Sorry to anyone who's listening from Idaho.
2: Sorry, <laughs> all right. We only have, like, three, maybe four listeners. They're all from Idaho. <laughs> actually, no, it's actually us. <laughs>
0: But anyways, Connor, you had, you wanted to jump on the salisbury Castellanos controversy. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, so I want to talk about Jim Salisbury first. In my opinion, he's one of the most well-respected sports reporters uh, in Philadelphia sports media. Yeah. I've never met him personally, but I know a lot of people who have, and, you know, they all say he's an unbelievable guy and, Uh, and then we all know Nick Castellanos has a bit of an edge to him. He's always been kind of feisty, maybe a little bit of a fierce competitor. Um, I, to be honest, I I just don't think that anyone should be surprised, uh, with his response, how he said it was a stupid question. Um, he did originally answer it by saying that, uh, he lost his hearing when Jim Salisbury asked him that question. Um. And then, you know, Jim kind of, kept kept, like, pushing, I guess. Uh, and then Castellanos said it was a stupid question and looked around the room and said, can anyone else, like, give him an answer, basically? Um, and then he said it was a stupid question again. Uh, and Castellanos, or Jim Salisbury, started pointing at him and said, you know, if it's a stupid question, then you should be able to answer it. Um I mean, more or less just kind of making the situation maybe a bit bigger than it needed to be. Um, I mean, because after that point, then, if you guys haven't seen the video, that's when like the clubhouse workers stepped in and tried yeah, to get the, the head
1: of PR, the head of yeah. PR basically yeah. trying to like... Said
0: so words on here, everything. so you guys don't yeah. like fight physically. Yeah. So, so, so I mean... You're in that way.
1: Yeah, I, I know. I, I think that what happened is like, because like a lot of people on social media have been like going back and forth on whether or not, you know, who was right, the reporter or Cassianos. Like, some people are like, for instance, like, was it, you guys all know who John Stolness is, right? Sure. Yeah. I mean, he writes, he, he does a lot. Like, he's really big in uh, Philly sports, especially with the Phillies. He basically said that, and I quote, Nick Cassianos is doing all that he can to cement himself as an all-time free agent bust. Picks a fight with Jim Salisbury, one of the best there is. Sound strategy, Nick.
0: I, That's what he said. I disagree, though, to that point because I think – I do too. As feisty as Castellanos is, I think he was actually pretty controlled in the fact that he didn't scream at Jim Salisbury. because when He you never say, screamed the entire time. Hey, Nick Castellanos, yeah. did you hear the booze when you struck out so, you know, in a game-winning situation in the bottom of the eighth, by the way, you are playing atrociously all year. Did you hear the fans upset at you, booing you? And he said, I lost my hearing because I am probably went – he might have even gone two for four. I think He had a couple of hits. But No, I'm, he I'm gets – he's been getting hits, but it just and hasn't been in the right moments. You ask him a, like, very TMZ-esque question of coming at oh, a no. guy and personally attacking him. You could have said, hey – how do you feel after coming up short in a big spot? Even that, I would have snapped at him and said, how do you think I feel, Jim? I, I don't feel very good about myself right now. I could have won the game and we lost. And it's pretty much clearly all on me. I do think, and I want to get your guys' point to it, and I didn't want to cut you off, Matt, so I'm here, want no, what other reactions were. I, I do think these two don't like each other because I was telling you guys before the pod that first question in Nick's introductory press conference, uh, I think Jim Sal- Salisbury is a fine reporter. I don't think he's on the on the level of a John Stolness or a Matt Gelb of the Athletic or other people who cover I, the I, team. I think he's yeah. fine. I think but it's the first different. question, it's different. Yes. It because makes, I think that different.
1: Gelb, Gelb and Stolness are like the new age of reporters that are coming yes. in. I mean, Salisbury is definitely like is more like one. He's one the old he's more experienced. He, he is more experienced. I mean, but he is a legend. You got like he is a Philly reporter totally. legend
2: for totally, sure. yeah, I think he's I think he's a bit more of an old school guy.
1: Yeah, I agree with Connor Um, on that
2: one. Yeah, yeah, I mean, just going going back to what I was saying a bit earlier, like I've been in rooms where athletes have been, you know, not wanting to deal with the media. I've heard Mm -hmm. some people say things off the record that are completely different uh, than what they would say if there was a camera in front of them. Um, I don't know if the issue was with the question itself as much as, uh, you know, maybe if he worded it different uh, or yeah. just asked it at a different time, like, you know, if the Phillies take two or three from the Braves and Castellanos has a, has a nice series, then you ask him, like, you know, after the third game, you're like, hey, you got booed off the field on Saturday night or Friday night, whenever it was. Um, did that kind of add a bit of fuel to your fire and make you want to come out and play yeah. a little bit better?
1: yeah that' you know, would
2: have been just, yeah, you kind of have to pick your spots a little bit, uh, I guess, um, and, and just in my opinion, uh, I don't know he he's been doing it long enough, so I could be totally wrong here, but I think that might not have been the best spot uh, to ask him a question like that. I don't know how how deep it was in the interview, like I don't know if it was the first question or. Because obviously it was last. Like I don't know if they asked got in a few questions before that. I don't know.
1: Probably was the last, to be fair.
0: But with like what you're saying though, Connor, with as experienced as Salisbury is, it's not like that was a mistake putting it in there with that timing. I think he knew what he was doing. Exactly. I think he knew exactly what he was doing, and whether or not he knew it would incite a reaction. He knew it would kind of egg at him, and he's not—he's not dumb. He's a great reporter, so we knew that. He I could think he baited. Got a guy. Sure. He, yeah, he's baiting him, and it's like you father. I don't know. I don't know. What do you think, Connor?
2: I don't know because if I don't know if you guys remember, but when Bryce Hartner first signed here, and you know his first Who two also or three has weeks were great. Yeah. Yeah. Another. Another big. Uh, not necessarily a big ego, but, you know, he's not someone that you want to mess around with when you're doing an interview. No, um, yeah. Yeah, I think someone asked – I don't know if it was Jim Salisbury or not, but someone asked him a pretty similar question when he got booed off the field after striking out, like, three or four times in one game. And Bryce said, like, I would do the exact same thing. I'm, I'm here to win and I'm not doing that or something along those lines. So, I – I'm thinking, I'm hoping that he wanted to get that kind of response. Um, I I mean, that's something
1: that Castellanos would say. I feel like that is something that he he just understands it.
2: I just thought the the team team wasn't coming off a sweep. Yeah, Yeah. there's that. Um, And if the team wasn't coming off a sweep where he struck out, you know, more or less trying to. that was like their last real opportunity to win the game. Um, you know I just that just kind of goes back to picking your spots. Um, I don't know I, I could be totally misreading this. Um, like I said, he's been doing it long enough. Uh, yeah. he knows what he's doing. he's interacting with athletes a lot and for all we know they could have a great relationship when the cameras are off because I mean. Good point media and athletes talk all the time when cameras are off,
0: yeah, you know, like it might just be it. like, it's a great point. yeah,
2: like there's doing your job and then there's having personal relationships with guys. So I don't know, that's, that might just be part of the job and he might not have wanted to ask it. Um, but yeah. yeah, I mean, I really just don't know.
0: Do you guys think there's something to asking a question trying to get a specific quote out of an athlete because you want to write a specific story with a certain angle like that you want to have a in your head you have a predetermined answer that he's going to have and you want to be able to include that do you think that's a, a good thing or a you know what I mean in the in the Salisbury case which it kind of seems like or is that a bad
2: thing? yeah I think one way to definitely do that is you ask someone a question and you kind of phrase it as like a choice where you're like, Mm. was it something along the lines of X, Y, and Z, or was it more A, B, and C? And, Mm. you know, if they say, if you know A, B, and C is not a real outcome, then that's where you kind of emphasize X, Y, and Z. Um, I mean, that's, that's something I've learned a little bit. That's kind of what I did um, working a little bit with the flyers. Not to put anyone in a bad situation, but, you know, if there's something that I'd rather hear and yeah. something that I could write a little bit more about, whether it's bad or not, I mean, it never has been bad. Um, then I'm definitely going to want to hear more about the first choice than the second choice, just because the first choice, it gives you a little bit more to write about.
1: Yeah. And I think it depends on the person and the relationship you have with the person that you're interviewing at the, in that, in in your case, it could be with a Flyers player. And in this case, with Jim Salisbury, it was with Nick Castellanos. But it's like, you know, I think that, I mean, obviously, Castellanos isn't, isn't getting prepped on the questions that he's going to receive. And yeah. it's, and, and that's just like natural. That's usually what happens with like post game uh, press conferences or just questions in general when the press is allowed into the locker room like that. Um, I think that, you know, I don't know really what happened with Salisbury's question per se. It did seem rather like sticking it to him in a way, the tone in which he asked it. I don't know. He might not have been baiting him. He might've been pretty aggressive just in general from the start. And I, and, but like, you know, I don't know. It's, it, it seems like a, a very sticky situation. A lot of people on social media have different opinions. A lot of people are coming to, Cassianos's aid just because it's like it probably it is a stupid question if you think about it it is kind of like like how do you feel about you not doing well how does <laughs> that make personal. you feel it's, yeah it's just like i mean you know telling the fans how he feels like i mean yeah i'm sure p- there's people out there who want to know how he feels but at the end of the day it doesn't really we get it like we get it we know I can you're tell frustrated. he's not very happy with himself. <laughs> I know. I mean, <laughs> like, Alec, yeah, Bo- I'm I Alec, Alec Bohm wasn't happy at the beginning of the season with his three error ah. game, but he like changed it around. Like, it, it's, it's interesting how,
2: like, go Glover now.
1: Yeah. I mean, the dude, everyone, <laughs> and there, there's certain people who can flip the script, right? Yeah. But it just doesn't seem like Castellanos has been able to do that. Whether that's the, because of the environment he's in, maybe Philly just isn't the right place for him. I don't know. Um, I still think a he's certain in. house
0: he's living in, but that's another thing. I
1: still – yeah, I still think it's the Ben Simmons house. <laughs> but, you know, I, I mean, I really want him to be on this team because I really do think he has the Philly attitude And Oh, there he goes.
2: What were you right. going to
0: say, though?
2: Yeah, no, since we lost him, I'll keep going. One thing that I didn't bring up earlier was if you watch the video, and for anyone listening – History. For anyone listening who hasn't seen the video, I highly, highly suggest you do so because uh as the PR guys and the clubhouse guys were kind of you know telling the media to go away, Salisbury started like pointing at uh it was borderline us.
0: It was borderline. Yeah. Like, are you separating these two? Because Salisbury is going to get in his, in his face, which he was doing. And I think it's a hard, we lost Matt. I'm sure I'll come back. I think it's a hard line to have one having in clubhouse interviews, but that's part of the game 2 I'm usually on the side of the reporter, you know, like I, I think back to the NBA, you know, you know, you're into it, but you'll see it was like recently in the offseason, Russell Westbrook got asked a question and just, just popped off because Russell Westbrook has been, you know, it was atrocious right for the Lakers this past year. And was like, "This is stupid. What are you doing?" And it's like, "No, you have like an expectation of winning. It's it's a different thing, but it just felt like such a pointed question and a pointed altercation, you know. It's like it's like I think about Marcus Hayes in The Inquirer, the columnist, who's a fine, respected journalist, but writes like,
2: scathing. He, he comes out with me. I don't mind criticizing him because he is as dumb a dude <laughs> I've ever read." Like, I don't yeah. know how he no, it's,
0: it's a insane. job, to be honest. It's but insane. But he's not interviewing guys yeah. in the clubhouse.
2: No, dude, right? he's exactly. never there, right? It's about what he sees on the field.
0: Exactly. He's not He's not asking them questions. I think they know every time you would ask a question, it would be a Jim Salisbury situation.
1: Mm. What, for Nick, for Nick Castellanos alone?
0: For if you had Marcus Hayes, you know the column, the scathing columnist for the Inquirer. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, dude, <laughs> Marcus Hayes.
1: Marcus Hayes is a really good guy, but he writes some <laughs> lethal articles I mean, where just, he just so... absolutely
0: destroys the like Philadelphia sports. <laughs> you would think Carson Wentz, like uh, you know, send out a hit on his. There's family a petition
2: to fire Marcus Hayes. I looked it up. <laughs> <laughs> dude, it's on so Twitter. Let me see how many. So, what was this? Oh, so many people got, got mad signatures. at his
1: article for Joel uh, on Joel Embiid post the playoffs saying like Joel Embiid played like, like garbage the entire time and it was probably because of his diet and so many other things. And I'm like, bro, this dude changed his diet and he did all these things. And like, he was also injured. He broke He's his dry. face. <laughs> Not his and ball. he still played. Yeah. Like, what do you call that? Oh, my God. Ridiculous.
2: Oh uh, man! But um,
1: other than that, like, guys, what Here's are we? The MLB expecting?
2: Reddit and it's called Marcus Hayes, the Midiot, an idiot, idiot among
0: men. <laughs> oh <laughs> he's got God. a Hall of Fame vote. That is whole. He's fame got, got a Hall
2: of Fame vote. Fame.
0: Yeah, he like just got it last year, I think.
1: Oh, so he just became a nice. baseball writer. Yeah,
0: like they- like he's been a baseball. He's no, like, no, you know, but he's, like, he's part yeah. of the
1: association. Yeah, yeah he, has, that thing he has is. the yeah. Hall of Fame vote now. Yeah,
0: that's it's pretty scary. impressive, honestly. It's very like, impressive. That's that <laughs> pretty scary. God, <laughs> that means, <because> his opinion
1: <laughs> is valuable, especially literally, literally. I know. Like, I mean, it's still really weird how people get elected to the Hall of Fame, but you know, I don't think that's ever going to change.
0: No, B B W A S. B B
1: W A S, yeah. Babalas, okay. Volos. the Babalas. <laughs> <laughs> but um what do you guys think the Phillies need to or most likely are gonna do during the trade deadline that's coming up? Because it's like August 2nd is that day. And pitching. it needs pitching. to be pitching, right? Yeah, but who 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 do you think they're gonna go for? Like is it gonna be a Luis Castillo or is it gonna be like a Martin Perez? Like who are we thinking? And how much is it going to take?
2: Well, here's the thing. Like, obviously, I mean, it doesn't take a detective to figure out that, like, you know, the better player that they want, the more they're going to have to pay. But Dave Dombrowski, he kind of does all his moves, like, off the radar. Like, you never hear about his moves until, like, an hour before they're going to happen. Yeah, or like, when it uh, happens, they're
1: just going to get announced, and like that's it,
2: yeah, exactly. Like, you don't the Kyle Gibson, Ian Kennedy trade last year, like, you had no it's idea like they're happening working on until it or it something, happened. <laughs> right? Yeah,
0: yeah, you had, no like idea.
2: you had no idea that the Phillies were going to sign Castellanos this offseason until Castellanos posted a picture on Instagram of mm-hmm. like the skyline.
1: That's so, true. Yeah, he was, like, sitting
2: on the art museum steps. Yeah, and, I was high. Yeah. It was a fun yeah, movie. so, I mean, for all we know, that deal could have been done a week ahead and no one knew about it. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I definitely don't expect to hear a whole lot of rumors that, you know, the Phillies are doing this, this, and this. And if you do hear them, they're probably not true. Yeah. Because, like, the Phillies are going to be used as leverage. By a lot of teams, like for example, Luis Castillo. If the Mets want to add another starter and they really want Castillo from the Mets, then the Reds could leak to the media that the Phillies are offering Logan O'Hop mm-hmm. uh, and then you know two other mid level prospects yeah. for him.
1: I don't, I don't yeah, Just I kind mean, kind of
2: up the Mets' offer. I wouldn't believe that. I, I, wouldn't believe I wouldn't believe this.
1: Yeah, like one, I wouldn't believe. Like, I don't think the Mets can afford to get Luis Castillo, genuinely.
2: That was just a hypothetical. Like, I was throwing out. No, no, no. Can be yeah, any situation. I know. Like, yeah. I, think,
1: I think Castillo is more than likely going to. But yeah, honestly, Castillo, I feel like he might go to the Yankees over, like, most other teams. But, you know, as you were saying, Connor, you know, it, the Yankees could be prepping for Soto. I don't know. I feel like the Nats might make a deal with the Padres or even the Dodgers with Soto because they can offer so much from their farm system to them.
2: That's true, but I mean, the Nats kind of already they didn't empty out LA's farm system, but they got the stud catcher. They got a really good pitcher. And then they got like three more guys in the in the Trey Turner-Max Scherzer deal. So I don't think L.A. is a realistic landing spot for him at this time because he is going to be a free agent soon. And I mentioned in my my, uh, Soto piece that the biggest risk a team is going to take by trading for Soto is not the loss in prospects. It's going to be the risk of having him want to resign or not. Because no matter what you give him, he's going to say no. He's going to free agency. I will – I will bet my entire like whatever you want to bet on that I will
0: your house on because he's going, that he's to, going free to be free. Agency. absolutely.
1: Yeah, that's he's why gonna, I think that's why I think the Nats should hold on to him until the end of the season. I don't think there should be a Soto deal until the offseason at the at the earliest.
0: Well, I well, think they should get, get rid of him just go well, get something. And he I, I decide, think they should get rid of him now. I, I wouldn't trade for him.
2: If they get rid of him now then keeps the smaller market teams in the mix. Because if you let him – if you let this drag out into the offseason, you're going to – what's he at? Arbitration?
1: Yeah, he has one more – I think, yeah, because he doesn't become a free agent until after 2024. still
2: Yeah, so he's still – yeah, at the end of this year, he's still got two more full years before he can even reach free agency, which he will. But – if Oakland. you trade him now, you can trade him to a small market team that's still a good team, like Tampa Bay. like or even Milwaukee. I don't know if oh, yeah, God. Milwaukee. I don't know if San Fran's a small market team, but, you know, they're not exactly uh, a big spender. I would call them a
1: small market, but yeah. Their team
2: but yeah think, I, think San
1: Fran, I think big. San Fran's going after Judge. I think the Giants are going to get Judge next, in the offseason.
0: He he do you think he's not going to just resign again?
1: No, I don't. I no because he remember you think he's he told, done.
0: Yeah, because in an interview
1: with like uh during the All Star break, a yeah, fan was said like he was really leaving
2: without saying he was leaving. He ba- yeah, really? he
1: basically yeah he basically said like it's okay. There's plenty of other Yankees on the team to love. He told a little kid this when he oh. the kid was like upset about so he's him just done with it.
2: Oh yeah, like, he's, on he's TV, just done with the
0: organization. Like, live yeah.
1: on
2: TV, yeah.
1: Yeah, it was live on the Duke. There's plenty of Ruggs. other players
0: for you to like, kid. That's hilarious.
1: <laughs> he said, There's so That's many great so players funny. on the Yankees for you to love. I was like, yeah, oh, you got boy. Garrett Cole for the next, like, what, decade? So it's like, might as well love him.
0: <laughs> Twice yeah, the money exactly uh, he's was
2: making. <laughs> back, to, uh, back to Soto here for a minute. If you deal him at the deadline, then that keeps the smaller market team in it. And that with more teams in the race, you're going to have – I mean, from the Nationals' point of view, it creates more of a bidding war because yeah. instead of instead of like four teams, there's six or instead of five, there's seven. Because <laughs> um, if you trade him now, that if you trade him to a small market team now, they can submit a number for arbitration. Soda' is gonna true. submit like thirty million for arbitration. They'll probably get twenty five ish million. But if you send him somewhere like the Yankees, like the Mets, they're not gonna trade him in the division. I know that. Steve Cohen away. Yeah. yeah, but <laughs> if you trade him to the Yankees, it's or if you trade him sorry, if you hold on to him and you trade him in the off season, you're gonna to have to negotiate the arbitration first because no one's gonna want a guy yeah, Exactly without that's not under contract. So their best move is to trade him now just because it keeps more teams in the mix. And it's with better. that comes Packages more of a return. I
0: mean, it's like the, the Kevin Durant thing in the NBA. Yes, you can hold on to him, but you need to kind of trade him sooner he's than got later. Four, yeah, he's get, got this many years of control. Exactly. Yeah, but him, I, also, I, also think,
1: yeah. I also think that Soto's attitude to like free agency is much more different because like he honest, he wants the high AAV but he also wants to be consistently playing for a contender.
0: Who well, doesn't Do want to be on a triple A team? And I can't blame him. Yeah, yeah, you no, know? yeah.
1: I, I don't blame him. But it's so like that's the thing. Thing. unless what if he, he starts signs for... signing like or like deals. Like, what if he starts signing like, let's say he signs like a three or four year deal worth like two hundred million. If
0: I were him, I wouldn't sign the fifteen year deal. I don't deal. Think... I think that's. Dumb. I don't think he wants to. I had a I friend who was like, then he could sign another contract. To. It's like he's going to be thirty seven, thirty eight. He could. But that yeah. would be stupid. Why would you not sign a seven-year deal or go the Carlos Correa, deal? you know? Yeah, the three, three years, years one hundred million it, with the opt-in for two or whatever that was. He can opt out after the, one. Yeah, after yeah.
1: exactly. Which a lot if of people, him, people
2: do. If I were him, I would stick with the Nationals and re-sign on a deal that's front, front, front-loaded on AAV for yeah. fifteen to twenty years because they're going to be really good again in five or six years. Whenever these prospects develop, and yeah, they're I mean, still going to be really cheap,
0: you are going to be really on cheap. A crappy team.
2: They, they'll be able to fit or uh, fit in the AAV, whether he it's wants forty like mil, 50 mil, fifty mil, a year. That's what he wants. Yeah, he wants Dak Prescott he's money AAV. Not gonna, he's not going to. He's going to get it. 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 I mean, he wants to be paid I don't as think much think he's like going to get that now, though. a year.
0: I have a question because I think something weird happened after. After the lock, after the lockout, where, yeah, Carlos Correa got paid, but I think there was some kind it's of handshake deal. deal,
1: though.
0: Yeah, but more or less, it basically, is a one-year deal. But the, I think there was a handshake deal between the owners in which the players won, quote unquote, kind of the lockout in terms of getting what they want wanted. But I think they were like, "Hey, we're not really gonna just pay." These exorbitant salaries—they're lesser than the, what they were a year before in free agency. You see, Freddie Freeman's making like twenty-six million dollars a year right now. Freddie Freeman, which is a tr- which is insane. But yeah, Bryce Harper should be making twenty-five. He should be making at least 32. thirty-two. You look at the NBA. You look at the NFL. All of these guys should be making that level of money. Juan Soto, yeah, should be making forty-five million dollars a year in six years. Damian Lillard is going to be making. 63 million dollars a year it's an insane contract and it's beyond stupid by the portland trail business not to bring other teams into this oh, yeah, I'm, did, did I'm they, backload it? they backloaded it and it's the dumbest contract yeah. you could ever think of dude i think but,
1: backloading is the dumbest thing in like contract signing like I understand,
0: it. a, I understand it's like, a firm because you can't <laughs> right, right. pay him what he's owed now you know you can't pay know. bryce 50 million a year now or else you won't have a team but he's, he's worth that much. I'm wondering, do you guys think there was something that went on though between the owners and they're saying we're not gonna just shell out insane, insane money right now, right after the lockout for our free agents? And is, is they're right, like, gonna get that type of money? I think agency? he will. I, I think he, he will. will
1: because like baseball has been making like if you look at the income that oh they're making the, total the money to pay teams, them. They've Absolutely. been making more money than they did 10 years ago. Like, they've gone up every single year. They're making year, plenty making enough. They money. just
0: don't want to so, spend it.
1: Right. No, no. That's the thing. That's why the players are like, "You. we know that you're making money. We We have, We have. basically have the chat logs. We have the data that you yeah. are making more money. So if you're making more money, then we theoretically, by ratio, since we're doing the work, should get paid.
0: That, <laughs> we that's, should that's be. We should be making less than the NBA when our league okay. is making more money than they but the,
1: but the thing is like people don't see the ma- major league baseball like that they see these 300 400 million dollar contracts and it's like if you look on if you go online and be like most expensive contracts in sports history the top 5 i'm pretty sure 3 or 4 of the top 5 contracts are major league baseball player contracts yeah like
0: and especially like, because I think, and it I wasn't like cristiano the past ronaldo five years. or leonel messi
1: are the only other people that have that large of a contract?
0: Those are weird too. Those Europeans. I don't understand European. Dude, Premier
1: League, like so. anything in and FIFA, dude, you might as well just like not even bother. Shit it is no way sense. too corrupt and yeah. way too like out. out
0: All out of those. It's a really grab. European, no offense, sports organizations are completely according <laughs> to
2: uh to Forbes, the <laughs> highest paid athletes in uh. Let me see. In twenty, either twenty 2020 twenty or twenty twenty one.
0: Harden's we're... on the list, isn't he? Oh, Harden oh, is like. Oh, wait, are we going
1: about? Are we going AAV or total contract?
0: Or is AAB, it? AAB? So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, just okay. I,
1: I was talking like total, like contract, like yeah. largest individual contracts wise. AAV. I'm pretty sure it's, like... I mean, the largest NBA is
2: baseball by far because there's not a limit on how many years you can offer.
0: No. Like, yeah, if, exactly. if
2: the NBA could offer 15-year contracts, then I'm sure know, they guys like yeah. Steph Curry would be making 50 times whatever 15 is. Yeah. Well,
1: I mean, Steph Curry signed, like, what was it, like a four-year, $200 million contract or something
2: like that? Or he, he's yeah, about yeah, to? Up.
0: Who was on that list, though, for Forbes? The oh, AD.
2: yeah. Um so number one is Messi at one hundred and thirty mil yeah, over twelve hundred.
0: Yeah, I knew that. That's just I, in that's, his contract. Yeah, that's not because yeah. of endorsements. N- no, that's, uh, but that's I'm, that, his I'm contract, sure endorsements
1: yeah. play play a role because you know, imagine like the national and international endorsements that he does. does
2: he even play I, soccer yeah, anymore? so it was it was Messi, Messi at one thirty. And then Uh, was it? LeBron at 121. Ronaldo at 115. There you go. Neymar at ninety-five. Yeah. Steph Curry Curry at just under ninety-three. Uh Kevin Durant at ninety-two. Roger Federer at ninety one. Canelo Alvarez, a boxer at ninety,
0: Tom Brady, eighty-four.
2: Right.
0: So this is AAV plus endorsements. Kevin Durant isn't making $90 million from the contract. Yeah, because that
1: that can't be right. Like, there's no way that, like –
0: Kevin Durant making $50 million. Like, Listen, I
1: believe that Messi and Ronaldo and Neymar are making that much in one year. I believe it 100%. But, like, LeBron – there's no way LeBron signed, like, a contract. AAV alone. Like, without endorsements. Steph's
2: Steph's, uh, AAV is just under 54 mil. Yeah, and he, his signing his signing bonus was two hundred fifteen mil. Yeah, that's so. What it as was. soon as he signed the contract, they like wired him two hundred fifteen mil. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Guaranteed right off the
1: bat, that dude is.
2: But so that's rough. the thing, like, if the NBA, because that's only a four year contract, so he's gonna get yeah. at least one more in his career, maybe two. Yeah, if I think the NBA. If the NBA could offer, uh. Like fifteen-year contracts. Let me do the math real quick. My God, if you did that ratio, that's seven hundred. Okay. That's almost eight hundred mil over fifteen years.
1: That's, that's
2: a dude. He plus more it's or less, all guaranteed. Would sign a
1: billion-dollar like contract.
2: Like, it, wow. like it would not surprise me if. So yeah, I don't yeah. know who the pick. Whoever the best player in the NBA is right now. Put them at Juan Soto's age. And They'd make them Luke, a free agent.
1: He'd probably be Luka Doncic. Yeah, uh,
2: for the Asian. Yeah, he's biggest, probably the so most like attractive for, for the player age. in the NBA right now because he's young.
0: Yeah, or John Moran or any of those guys who all signed to Max's in the offseason, or at least yeah. John did. But, like, it's, it's fine. Yeah, but if you really
2: give him a 15 year deal and you take away the salary cap, that dude's signing a deal for, dude. I mean, I don't. Close I don't think, to, don't if not over a billion
1: dollars salary cap, though. It also depends on when the next collective bargaining agreement is. Well, that's what's
0: happening with, like, the NBA. It's, like, a year or two, apparently, and everyone's saying there's going to be some massive lockout. I mean, (laughs) the players have way too much control. The thing in the
2: (laughs) NBA is, like, the hard cap is, like, 200. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but it's between 200 and 250. But you only have 12 guys on your roster. Yeah. I know. So you can pay them. You can pay every oh guy my. like 20 mil, even yeah. the guys who don't even play.
0: No, rotational players make 17 to 20, and people say I mean, that's, yeah, that's yeah. a bargain. two-way,
2: 3
1: players. Play.
0: Yeah. 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 Lou Dort, Dort on the Thunders making 17 a year. That's going to be a bargain in three years. <laughs> Lou Dort. Yeah. Lou... Yeah. Lou Dort. <laughs> Imagine Dude. if Connor Brogdon was making 17 a year, or Alec Bone was making As 17 a, a year.
1: As yeah. a or like no comparison guy.
0: wise, no, that's, yeah. it's insanity. It's like it's like
1: yeah. I mean, dude, Connor Brogdon better be pitching the same, like as well as like, was it Liam Hendricks? If he wants to be making that freaking money,
0: isn't it insanity?
1: But yeah, I don't know. I hope. I just hope you know this time next week when we do the next episode, we might have some new players or some possible rumors. I don't know some new deals that are happening. I just hope that we have something as far as I know, was it not the only deal that's really happened is the Vogelbach trade? I think was it was – ego Yeah. The,
0: the yeah.
1: Pirates traded Vogelbach to the Yankees.
0: How funny New would Mets. it be if we've gotten Vogelbach?
1: They probably did that to replace Gallo <laughs> as like a bat in the lineup. No,
2: no. They traded him to the Mets. I thought it was – was it the Mets or I thought it was the Yankees? No, it was the Mets. He's oh, going to up in the season. I somehow. just read New York. You
1: know it. Wow. That's also weird.
2: Dan Vogel- I think they literally like bought him. They probably sent him like $5,000 for him. Yeah.
0: I mean that's yeah, a cool. he, like
2: he's not worth any prospects.
0: $5,000. Steve <laughs> Cohen was
2: like, "Here, I'll just Venmo you 10 grand and send him
0: over. <laughs> All right, cool.
2: <laughs> Steve Steve
1: Cohen is such a meme owner. Like I cannot explain it.
0: He's hilarious.
1: I, I mean, you know, kudos to him, but the thing is I think, we, I think we've seen the last of the, the Mets. I think the Mets are uh, they're going to be taking a nosedive pretty
0: soon. As long as we don't take a nosedive simultaneously, I think we'll be okay. Uh,
2: we're already in the middle of the nosedive, but, yeah. Dude, but, uh, I did see something. I don't know what's going
1: to happen now. I did I see really something know. funny about
2: the Mets. The, uh, one of the prospects that they traded in the Lindor deal, I think mm-hmm. his name was Andres Jimenez. Yeah, yeah,
1: Andres Jimenez. He was an
2: all-star. Before i know it was an all-star with the mets which is awesome
1: <laughs> i know dude it's funny because but jimenez he can play both the infield and the outfield
2: so he's like super yeah he's perfect. like a utility guy but he started the all-star game as shortstop for the I, but that's his name for the that, guardian that, yeah his,
1: oh
0: his. he's that's the guy
1: yeah because like was it it was like him and i think it was Ahmed rosario Were like, the two guys that traded to them, and they kept interchanging them at short and, and, like, second base to, like, figure out uh, what would be, like, the best, like, which one is better at where. And I don't even know what happened to Ahmed Rosario, to be fair.
2: They might just stuck him in the outfield and let him run around because he's really fast.
0: Yeah, that's true.
2: I I, I could be totally wrong. I truthfully have no idea. (laughs) Go
0: have fun out there.
2: (laughs) Go shag fly balls, and if you hit 200 (laughs) – We'll call it a deal.
0: We'll give you, we'll give you
2: forty mil if you can do it.
1: Double digit home runs and uh, shag fly balls in left field. That's, That's
0: all we bar. need. I mean, it's a it. better, it's a better solution than the Phillies are like getting non outfielders to play outfield. They're just getting non outfielders, <laughs> but infielders yeah, to them. play hey, outfield. Hey, first base slash catcher Kyle Schwarber play left. Yeah, oh, God. <laughs> I thought he was supposed to have like a really strong and bat leader, didn't he? Like. In bat leadoff and hit 200. Yeah. Awesome.
1: <laughs> also, like, I don't know. I think I'm missing I'm think I'm missing a third base version of Nick Castellano's because I felt like he was a better third baseman than Outfielder.
0: I mean he the way he runs.
2: Yeah, we
0: we're we're solid. We're good at third base next ten years. I good know, at don't, we we don't need 10 a third base. That is
2: the that. least of my worries right now.
1: <laughs> yeah. But I will I'm tell you Alex <laughs> Bone. Alec Boom, when his six years of service time are up, he is getting the hell out of Philadelphia.
0: Oh, yeah. No, no no
2: he's going to sign probably in, like, Cleveland or Cincinnati just so that uh, no one pays attention
0: to him. Absolutely. <laughs> Cleveland, Cincinnati, Milwaukee, but that might be too high profile. Yeah, so no one pays attention to his games. <laughs> like, Maybe Miami, game, no just because there's,
2: there's 600 people that go to those games.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Then he has to come back here. I don't think he would like that
2: very much. Oh yeah, he will come back here all
0: the time. Yeah, yeah. he does. He'll just like call him sick and be like, "I don't want to go back to the bank."
2: You might just start signing like <laughs>
0: one-year deals. I want to
1: go back to the bank, You see what they said about him at the All-Star break? It's like All-Star. I'm All-Star break means I'm going home. <laughs> That's going one- yeah, dude. I thought it was. I texted you guys that picture of them all down the shore. And I was like Bryce and Stott with As them with Luke Williams. I was like, oh, that's embarrassing. That was <laughs>
0: hilarious. I saw Bryce's Instagram. He was down in Stone Harbor and he was like, What a place. And with was Uncle like, Bill it's, it's... Was he? Yeah, dude. A... I, mean, I saw yeah. like
2: nine different pictures of him. Like people are just walking around They see Bryce Harper. It's like, oh my god, Bryce Harper's sighting. It's like, dude, <laughs> he plays in Philly. Where else is he going to go for vacation? Yeah. It's Just not right, like across the country. To to Where do you think he Bryce lives? Where
1: yeah. do you think Bryce lives during the season in Philly? You're, I thought it was in 100%. New Jersey.
0: I thought he said he lived. And I've thought about this. You have to live in New Jersey. Just the yeah. tax breaks. Like, yeah. Right, like, you can't. Like, why, live, yeah. in, why I live in the city?
2: I mean, he's going to get the Philly wages tax, which is brutal. But, I mean, you're not getting that. Or, uh,
0: Pennsylvania residential
2: back. or whatever, yes, yeah. I wonder if he
0: has a shore house. He's got, I mean, he's he's, he's, he's probably got, got a
2: house in like Avalon or you know, got, like a nicer place. probably has like
0: one in like each store, just depending on where he wants. City little know, dude, shore. I mean,
2: I mean, yeah, right it's, now, apparently, Jason Kelsey just bought us but uh, down here, so I've been mm-hmm. keeping an eye out yeah, for him, yeah.
1: Do you think – you think because I know that, like, Bryce and Jason Kelsey, they get along really well.
2: Yeah. Dude, yeah, dude, Bryce so just posted thought... a – oh, no, that was Lane Johnson. Never mind.
1: No, 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 mm-hmm. I know because, like, I honestly thought that, like, I was shocked Bryce at Stone Harbor because I was like yo why why aren't you going to Sea Isle like all the that's gotta days. be like
2: a family thing like yeah yeah someone like yeah. knows like lives down there or something like that I don't
0: know yeah it feels like such a Philly thing though like I've always like Jersey Shore is great I love the Jersey Shore I think there's a lot better beaches I would assume in the country and I've always just dreamed of I if I make so. a bunch of money I would just buy like a giant house in the Jersey Shore a here. little dream. Yeah, i just the Jersey
1: Shore. I know so many people. So many of my friends' parents have literally just sold their houses in Philly and Jersey and have just moved down the shore. Yeah. they're just like living full time.
0: It, it's a dream. It's hilarious. No hey, one's it's going it's to Florida. Florida.
1: No one's going to Florida. One's just moving to the shore. Oh.
2: Now. <laughs> yeah, let's reel this back in to. uh <laughs> back, in back in from real estate, shout out Austin to uh back to Phillies for <laughs> baseball, at least.
0: Austin actually helped Bryce with that new house in Stone Harbor.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, he probably got a nice little commission.
1: Who uh, for- former former uh, 215 Seamer podcast host,
2: yes, yeah, helped go so, uh, up and running.
1: Yeah. And, uh, so, so, what are we now. thinking? What are we thinking for this Brave series now?
2: Oh, for three. Yeah, we know what you're oh, thinking. Oh, oh for three, dude. Oh, I'm thinking.
1: Three, I'm, thinking
2: yeah. I'm thinking. Well, Nola starting, so that's back automatically back. a loss. He'll go eight innings, eight allow one run, and the Phillies will lose <laughs> five nothing because they'll give up four in the ninth.
1: <laughs> Stop. No, we're going for the three game sweep of Atlanta at home.
2: Every time you say a three-game sweep, you get it right. But I, it's like this time you got to be wrong.
1: No, 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 no! (laughs) I'm most definitely wrong. And if I get two out of three from Atlanta, I'm gonna be pretty fucking (laughs) hype. I'm not gonna
2: lie. If I at the very dude, if we score like more than five runs solo on that series, I'll be like, okay, we can we can we're building something.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know how it is. They're we're only a game back in the wild three games, and then they're going to go twenty and zero in the uh, first two. The first two games are going to be one ten nothing. Yeah.
2: Against, and then they're going to lose thirteen. <laughs> to two. That's what's going to happen. No, they're going to put up. They'll put up fifteen in the first two games, and then they'll lose like two to one or three to two. Yeah.
0: Yeah, or one nothing. Four games. Yeah. We're going to play ourselves out of the playoffs solidly, so we're like five games out, and then we're going to make a big-time run, so we're like a game out, and then the season one.
1: Dude, it still amazes yeah. me that we're above 500. It and really then we're
2: going to go out and spend $400 in agency again. <laughs> we can't.
1: Well, we can't even <laughs> afford to do that.
2: <laughs> I mean, I know, but we're going to probably do it anyway. I mean, Trey Turner, <laughs> who else? DeGrom's a free agent if he opts. DeGrom hasn't pitched in four years, but he'll still be really gonna, valuable. Give DeGrom DeGrom
0: the bag just not in pay.
2: I think he can opt
1: out, and if he opts out, I know the Braves are going to be interested. Oh, yeah, I know the Braves. Yeah, I heard the – I did hear that he is – I think he is looking to get out of New York
2: for sure. I mean, he's only pitched like 15 games since the pandemic. <laughs>
0: I I I, like, I'm sorry. If that I would doesn't not
2: scream, him. I don't want to play here, then like, <laughs> what? Done?
1: Well, I mean, he got injured. I mean, it's not necessarily totally his fault. The dude
2: can't. It him. was like shoulder soreness, and he's missed the last year and a half. Yeah. I mean. He's uh, not like
0: rushing himself back. He's not, was it
2: a. Uh, like Andrew Bynum. Actually,
0: right yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: dude, I, I, you know what I think would be hilarious? I think we need Noah Syndergaard. I think Noah Syndergaard needs to get his revenge.
2: On New York, I think that would be hilarious. I would, I would pass on no, guard just because he's walking a lot more guys, he's not really striking anyone out, and he's allowing a lot of hard contact. No, I just mean so ideally best, that makes it only a, a one year point. for the bullpen.
1: It's only a one year contract, is all I'm saying.
0: <laughs> it's good. I know,
2: but he, his,
1: his uh, numbers have just gone downhill. I know, it's
2: like that world series, one.
1: yeah. I mean, it's you're not wrong, but I think he just needs. I just think no pitcher is ever going to excel in Anaheim, so I'm just like, why not?
2: That is also
0: true. That what? is very. That is yeah, also I, true. He might be an L.A. guy now, though. He might be very into the salads and the wraps and the <laughs> right regular little bird scooter <laughs> <right> here, <laughs> And vegan, And The vegan lifestyle. Yeah. Oh, Orange
1: County. All right, boys. I think right. until uh, next time.
0: Till next time. Thank yeah. you, everybody, for uh, listening. Two one five Sumo Yes, like you guys are saying. Great talk to you boys.
2: Always a good time.
0: Yep. All right. Peace.